0: I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada.
1: This podcast is an honest, behind the scenes, no bullshit look into the wedding industry.
0: With over 15 years experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding.
1: We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know.
0: Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is
1: your consultation. Welcome to The Wedding Session. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Session. (laughs) So as usual, I'm Trina. And I'm Kelly. And we are here to interview or chat with one of our most favorite photographers, Victoria
2: of Wild Hearts Collective. Hello, Hi.
1: hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
2: that might be too shrill for right now. Hello, hello. <laughs> You're
3: welcome. It's five o'clock somewhere. Right?
2: Yeah, right. There may, may not be one or two shots of whiskey in my coffee to keep. <laughs> yes,
3: I love it. Awesome.
1: Love it. If we weren't have to last till like 8.30 tonight working, we probably would have Bailey's in our coffee right now. <laughs> All right. So Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about our guest of honor, Victoria of Wildfrogs Collective? I certainly can. Uh, so Victoria, she is an intimate wedding photographer based in Vancouver, Canada, but will travel for every adventure. She is a documenter for the memory makers, the people who are busy living their lives together, the couples who know themselves. She makes you feel totally comfortable in front of the camera. And we know because Trina and I have been one of her couples and was someone who was able to rein us in in between all those giggles for some very
2: epic shots. So we appreciate
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> so Victoria, welcome.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be sitting down and chatting with you ladies today.
1: Awesome. It's funny. I feel like we see each other maybe like a couple times a year, but every time we get together with you, I'm like, oh, I saw her yesterday. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> no. no different.
2: <laughs> right? No Another, time left. Yeah. Yeah. But something about that like connection when you make it, you just like need to foster that forever. So I feel the same way about you ladies. Aww, Aww, you.
1: awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to dive into a little bit of our love story and how we met all the way back in 2017. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. So um, Victoria and I had two couples that hired us separately a week apart. It was so weird. Oh, weird. So we had our first wedding, which was um, Steph and Ryan. And then... Literally the next Saturday we had a second wedding, um, which is Dan and Suzanne. And I really feel like they benefited from us knowing each other because we got to like know each other so intimately on the first wedding. We're oh like, oh god, we got yeah. this, don't even worry about it now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that was 2017. It feels like yesterday and also a hundred years ago at the same time. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I was trying
1: to like figure it out and then I was like, Oh my god, it's twenty seventeen, because I still had my own company. Um, yeah. Kelly wasn't like, on board at the time, mm-hmm. uh, so it's just interesting that like at one point in our lives it was separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, we've never not been separate. Yeah, now it's a package deal. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, yeah.
2: Think, I think actually those weddings that I had booked were still under Victoria takes photos. Is it was, was pre Wild Hearts Collective, so it was kind of like beginning of both of our journeys, which oh, is that's cool. Awesome. So funny, I
1: guess um, we have similar paths. I guess uh, yeah. Collaborating. yeah, which we are all about collaboration for yeah. sure.
2: Totally. Um,
1: and then from there, in 2018, we connected uh, again to help you with your photography retreat, uh, cabin, cabin? cabin fever, right? Yes. In, yeah. And It was so much fun. It was so fun. Oh. Uh, slept eight hours on the whole trip. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. uh, we, so we have two funny stories about Tofino, um, which we can get into, I guess. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah um, so I guess the one funniest, one funny one was the battery that. Uh, you, you forgot your battery at the cabin, which is, like, 20 minutes away from the beach. Yep,
3: yep,
1: <laughs> And you're we like, I need my battery. So we're like, okay. So I, like, took that 150, the F-150 and I, like, ripped through Tofino. Oh, Tofino hated us. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's on island time. And then there's Trina, like, with the city trucking, like, oh, I need a
3: battery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so that was super fun so we got that and we so lucked out with weather because it was supposed to be storm season and it was like california it was yeah
2: it was perfect absolutely
1: perfect the other one was uh, it was kind of it's actually podcast related, which was kind of funny. So Kelly and I had to drive back very very early in the morning oh to, god. from uh, the cabin to Tofino because we. Had oh my weeks.
2: gosh! I totally you remember,
1: remember that. that. Yeah, so, yes, yes. Yeah, so we did the we did the retreat. So we got there late Sunday night. I think we were ready to go for like Monday. Yeah. Or no, we got there Monday. That's what it was. So we yes. were working all week. And then Thursday morning, Morning. we had to get on, like, the 7 a.m. ferry. (laughs) And so we left at, like, the butt crack of dawn. Literally, like, 4.30 in the morning. But, okay, so so super new to podcasts at that point. Uh, So I just put on this podcast. It was, like, Stories of Alcatraz. I thought it was interesting. Like, we'd both kind of seen it. But, oh, no, no. It was weird, like, like potty banter for a bit with the two guys talking. Yes. And then it went into ghost sounds. Uh, (gasps) um, Yes. I, I can't remember the term, but it was, like, Actual sounds of ghosts talking to people in Alcatraz. No, and there's two no, women no. In a track driving no. uh, from snow, <laughs> and it's foggy. And we get to Port Alberni, which is about, I'd say like more than halfway point. Right. Like halfway point, and it's yeah. foggy, and it's like just the it's sun is just, just coming up and it is scary as shit. And we look at each other, we both need to pee, we both keep talking, we're like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. We can make it to civilization.
2: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's like two things. There's like a few things in life that I don't mess around with, and the first thing is ghosts. I'm just like, no, thank you. I'm cool. We
1: just didn't know, and then we got too far in, and it was literally like a movie where I'm holding the steering wheel and Kelly's beside me, and I look at her and we're like,
2: oh, (laughs) to (laughs) be a fly on that wall.
1: It was so funny. Like we'll we'll look at the show notes next time. But that was uh, that was kind of one of the funniest, like weirdest things that that drive but otherwise the, the content and everything
2: was super fun And i like honestly i don't even like remember half of that workshop because it was like so jam-packed and like um so i did the workshop with stacy carr and kaylin mclaughlin and kaylin's mm-hmm. my cousin and so when we talked about it all we're like yeah it'll be like super laid back it'll be a workshop but it's more of like a retreat because we're like in this beautiful area but blah, blah. there was no retreat about it we didn't see no. at all it was like straight up, go, 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 go. But it was so cool because working with you two, we, we had done a workshop before that, This like another like the first kind of starting of the Cabin Fever and we planned everything ourselves. And so we were like, you know, pulling our hair up at the end of the weekend just because there was so much to do. It'd be like, you go over there, set up this like area, hike up the side of the mountain with like an arch on our backs and like, Decor and stuff, and it was like we were doing all the stuff. And then when we hired you for the you two for the second one, we were like, "Oh yeah, this is why you hire a planner, people." <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <Say> it loud, <laughs> Say <it> loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome.
2: yeah. We
1: always argue that it's really hard to be uh, creative or to mentor and to run the back of house logistics. Yeah, there's too oh many yeah. sides of the brain to have the ability to give yourself up to both. Like you're stretched out. So.
2: Totally, yes, and I, yeah. yeah 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 and I know like as like um a small business owner everybody usually typically wears you know multiple hats mm-hmm. however as a photographer um at, in a workshop sense like we're so like honed in on creating such an experience for the attendees that like half the time I'm like oh my god we didn't bring like the flowers or, like, oh, shit, where where is, like, who's getting the food? Like, we have it on our timeline that we're all eating together, but nobody has gone grocery shopping. So, like, oh, my God. Okay, we're whipping up sandwiches. We're making soup. Let's do this, you know?
1: Yeah, and then our last, like, really fun thing – actually, I want to rewind back to the weddings in 2017 because there are there's a very distinct memory of both of those weddings that we had together. So one was Steph and Ryan's. Do you remember – the flower man his name was fern so instead of having like a traditional flower girl he had. A oh wedding. my
2: gosh yes oh my god how can i forget that that's the best thing i've ever seen at a wedding i think
1: do you have that photo of him like exploding with flowers at the <laughs> i end? think
2: i think i have to have it somewhere in the archives for sure
1: so um, i like told him, "I'm like embrace your inner like woodland fairy and then like as he's he, he like literally was super nervous. He's like, I'm embracing my Underwoodland fairy. I'm like, oh, he's taking this so seriously, which I love, like commit to the craft. And I heard people clap like at the ceremony. So you must've caught the image of him. (laughs)
2: <laughs> exploding the florals. Well, it's funny because I'm always so, like, I take photos like uh, when I were, Brittany, who's my bestie who second shoots, so you guys know, um, she's usually at the back of the aisle and I'm at the front of the aisle. Well, when, like, the after I take a first few photos of people walking down the aisle, I turn myself to the groom to always capture the groom's first, like, first look at his bride. I just think it's such a captivating look. However, yeah. I hear people starting to giggle because after the the fern the flower man was like um, walking he was taking like he took the, I took some a couple really nice photos of him he's like you know smiling with his basket of flowers and then I turn my back on him and everyone is erupting in laughter and I'm like what the heck what did I do like thinking like my dress is like up on my underwear line oh, no! like and so I whip around so embarrassed and I see him just like frolicking like. Nice. The- ever seen before i'm like oh my goodness okay this is the perfect thing in the world and I, it was it happened so fast but it was like a slow-mo moment in my brain as well it was like no i've got to capture this <laughs> <laughs> and like, i think i have a picture of him with like his hands up in the air with like the flower petals like flowing around them yeah it's pretty hilarious like I literally I didn't think
1: you'd commit that hard but like if you're gonna go for it like go go for it like it is worth it I still like top 10 moments in my wedding career is that moment (laughs) well (laughs) I remember I remember because you and I we were still working our day jobs too and you came into work and you're like I have to tell you the story this is hilarious I wasn't even at this wedding and I know about the story yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love your your shenanigans down the aisle Yeah. yeah and then the second one we did with Suzanne and Dan yeah. we always say the groom is like a real comedian, but Dan wasn't a real comedian. He literally did it for a job. Like, yeah. So his whole, he um, had three groomsmen and an MC, and they were also comedians. Oh, comedians. oh, gosh. So they did like a bit, and I wasn't sure if it was going to work. But I think because the crowd is older mm-hmm. and it was in a like a room that kind of worked, it it was good. Like you were, you took. I know you yeah. can take some photos of comedians, but they were funny.
2: They were super funny. I remember being in stitches from the groomsmen. Yeah. They were so incredible. Like the <laughs> whole the whole thing was like I was like, oh, this could be really awkward and crazy, but right. yeah. it was so funny. It was pretty. It was really great. And the MC,
1: like, I gave him a list of the bridal party's names for the bridal party entrance, and I guess he just didn't have this list. And so he looks at me as the music's going and pumping, and he's like, "What what are their names?" I'm like, "Now," and then he just, (laughs) and then he turns to the crowd and he's like, "And everybody else." I was like, nice save, bro. Nice save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's really funny, too, is that I ended up going maybe a couple months afterwards. I ended up going to the Comedy Central on, um, on Burrard. And this comedian comes on, and his name is Dan. And I'm like, whatever. And I'm listening to him. He's like, yeah, I just recently got married. And And I was like, wait a minute. He's a comedian, and he just got married. And and in the middle of his thing, I'm like, Tarina, is this your groom? And she's like, "How the heck? What the heck? So he is, yeah. a, know, as a, as That's a, yeah. yeah, as an audience member in his actual life gig thing, he's actually pretty funny. Yeah, we can actually plug him. Um, it's uh, they do um like every year a uh, uh, winter comedy, yeah, comedy festival. I don't think comedy it's happening. Festival? Yeah, it's a comedy festival. <laughs> I think it's happening now, but it's called Snowden. So it's like they ski and then they tell comedy invite. They're like, how oh, can I ski yeah. with my friend and tell jokes? Nice. And so it's called Snowden. And we'll link it on our show. That's.
2: Yeah, it was so funny because like obviously working with them, I saw them as like a couple and he, you know, he was like, like situationally like, you know, funny or whatever. And we, you know, riff off of each other, but I didn't really like ever see like the comedic side of it. Not saying that he wasn't funny. It's just like, you know, when you see someone on stage, they're just like, and then this happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like maybe he's just like, you know, more subdued. Well, then as soon as he got that microphone in his hand, he transitioned from, Dan the groom to Dan the comedian and it's like hit the house on fire. I was like what the heck This is so cool it's when he leaned
1: on the high top
2: and everybody in the room was like oh oh it's
1: happening oh, and oh, Suzanne yeah. even knew it was happening that this is he's gonna do a bit now hang on hang on hold hold yeah get your drinks ready guys and yeah. um, Just like an emotional part is that, uh, how do you remember, so Suzanne told me that her godparent, her godfather, was going to tell, um, like, speak on her behalf instead of her maid of honor. And I thought, ah, like, usually it's the maid of honor or a sister or a female, right? I I don't know. To this day, one of the most touching speeches I've ever heard. So I use her as an example. Be like, someone that speaks on your behalf doesn't have to be. The traditional person, it could be whoever oh, you feel oh. is for you. So I was a little nervous about it. Just don't really know, like someone, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a normal thing to do. But I thought it was, it was beautiful. He not a dry eye in the house. Nice. Oh, so.
2: those are always the best speeches. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like the like, like the reception has like quickly and fastly become probably one of like top three favorite parts of the day. Like obviously, like all the, everything a part of a wedding is so magical and beautiful and special. But when you get to watch um, the closest friends and family speak on their behalf about who they are individually and as a couple, like I know that I'm a hopeless romantic, so I know I've (laughs) got that as like my detriment. But like I cry so hard, where like afterwards, like nine times out of ten, after like the speeches are done, I have to go to the washroom and collect myself. Like I'm like literally like I look like I just got like received the worst news ever. Like I have just like. And it, because it's truly something so remarkable when, you know, you, you kind of like, like, if you've done a speech at a wedding, you kind of know, like, it's a little bit, some of them are funny or whatever. And, or if you have mm-hmm. attended a wedding, it can be funny or sad or, or not sad, but like emotional things like that. But when somebody can you know intertwine the couple so beautifully together in words like there's something so remarkable about that watching like you know your best friend talk about your loved, like your partner in such a different light than you would have even imagined I, I don't know there's just I'm like already getting emotional just talking about <laughs> it I totally
1: agree with you it's funny because we come at them from a like a vendor perspective right we're asking them serious questions we definitely see them in more stressful times because they're like making decisions about their wedding or certain things so mm-hmm. When you see them in a more like a different light, it's always like, "Oh, that's so cuter! Oh, that's so funnier! Oh my god, this yeah. is hurting my heart so much!" Yeah, <laughs> I can't even know it. yeah. yeah. I like a sibling relationship. I'm like, <laughs> 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 um, and then our last wedding we just did, which was super recent and so random, is uh, one of our favorites, Laura and Tina. Oh my gosh, the most beautiful yeah. wedding I ever! Had- I have to read my hand because I was actually officially finally with you guys on a wedding. <laughs> yeah, What about me? And,
2: yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. And I were together and you two were together. It was like yeah. the foursome dream team. The four work wives
1: together. Yeah. But yeah, so I replanned their wedding three times with them. Three and a half. Yeah. It was a uh, like a venue and then it moved and then it was going to be a house. And then she said, I can't get married without my dad. And I'm like, that's a completely reasonable request. Mm-hmm. And then they fell in love with this lavender farm in Victoria. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like COVID fucking sucks, but I don't think we would have ever had a wedding on a lavender farm on a Thursday if it wasn't for COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right?
2: totally. 100%. Yeah.
1: So that was um that was really fun. And I was reading the messages between Brittany and uh, Laura because I was always CC'd on their emails and she's like, I want to bring my bestie and my texture." I was like, "That to be Victoria." <laughs>
2: because that would be amazing (laughs) yeah it was so much fun I was so honored to be actually it was yeah I was so honored to be there but I was actually doing video that day which Mm -hmm. um I I've done some clips here and there before but I've never actually um got to film a whole day so that was so fun on my end like being able to release some of the creative um the creative energy from taking regular photos to video because there's just some there is you get a completely different emotion in a video. So that was a really cool aspect of that. Um, and Brittany was so wonderful to ask me to come along for it. It was honestly one of my favorite memories of 2020 to date. And, you know, being able to share that day with you guys and with the incredible couple who was just so warm and welcoming, um, you, you know. You they treated, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they treated us like we were their guests, which was such a beautiful moment too. Yeah. Yeah, for
1: sure. The funniest was um I think like her aunt. One of the aunts came up to um Laura and said like, "Oh, are they like a team that you hired? Like why do they why are they so nice? Like, she was, she was just kind of confused why we were so nice she's and why we like, were all... And why are we all together? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, no, like, she's like, they're just, like, good friends. Like, they work together. Like, they're really awesome. it's just, like, and then the piano player was the funniest because he did normally do weddings. He just did this as a favor. Yeah, And he's like, I don't know if I can do weddings again because this is my standard. It's, like, it's a pretty big bar <laughs> to hit, bro. <laughs> like, you're not going to have this team in a normal setting ever at a wedding. <laughs> I <know.
2: laughs> So funny. Yeah, I thought that he was maybe like just a musician, like a wedding musician, or just, you know, whatever. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, like, how many weddings? He's like, I have never done a wedding. I'm a composer. I'm like, you're yeah. like a pianist composer. He's like, yeah, that's what I do. I make yeah. these like beautiful songs. Like, that's so funny, because he was like, play, I think he did like Kendrick Lamar on piano, a piano, right. and like some other things. I was like, dang, like this is so dope! Like I want to listen to this song, like this version of Kendrick Lamar on your piano all the time. <laughs> I
1: piano love the really surprise. You hear it, and you're just like, oh, is that Kendrick Lamar? Metallica is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. always my favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is ACDC. Yeah. Struck. Okay. I cool. love being pleasantly uh, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amazing so Uh, let's uh those are our stories so there um, you go (laughs) uh, but let's um let's jump in so can you tell us just how your journey to photography and it doesn't have to be a big journey but how did you get into it what made you decide okay this is what i want to do as a creator artist small business owner
2: okay so this is a fun one because it's not probably something that you should admit ever to people, but I was actually fired from a desk job. That's what, that's what me oh, into photography. So I've always, um, like in high school, we had a, we had a dark room and we had like a photography, you know, elective that you could take. And that was the first time that I really, um, thought of photography, as like an art form like before I would just like you know in 2005 or 2004 it's like you're taking like you know those point and shoots you'd bring it to London drugs get it developed whatever but you know that was my first really interaction with like taking photos as a creation and so anyway fast forward to working at a desk job I worked there for a couple years and they fired me and I was like sitting there like pretty devastated like not knowing really what to do and um My best friend was like, or one of my best friends said, what will you take photos? Like you've taken band photos and you've done this and that. Like, why don't you try the photography thing out? And back then there wasn't really any, there wasn't workshops. There wasn't mentors. There wasn't, um, the industry was so different than what it is today that I was, I was almost so scared to consider myself a photographer because I didn't think people would take me seriously. So um, my first like paid jobs or my first like multiple jobs I was a club photographer um, that's kind of fun so I'd go to the club on a Friday and Saturday night <laughs> from 10 you're to you're getting 2. paid 10. already? yeah I'd like, like okay. to the bar tab I'd get like 120 bucks or something and I thought that was like baller money I was like oh, yeah, I'm, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like VIP on the guest list I can invite whoever I want like you know and it, in, in this time it was like You know, club nights that were like, you know, like um, off Main Street and stuff that my friends were going to anyway. So I was like, I'm already going to be there. I'm already going to be drinking shots. I might as well just bring my camera and take pictures of people doing that. So that was really like my first interaction um, with, you know, getting paid, you know, uh, some money. It wasn't great money, but it was some money. And it really like catapulted me into the love of connection and like being in the moment in photography. and a lot of people i guess or maybe would fluff off club photographers or event photographers but that's actually such an inherent like uh position in your mind like as a creative artist in wedding photography like you have to be on the dance floor to get those fun dance photos you have to make people feel comfortable you have to be in the right moment at the right time all of that literally like all of that knowledge stemmed from club photography so thank you tequila thank you, you know, club music, you really helped me with my career. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: That's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you know what? Like, you're already going to go out on Friday anyway. You might as well get paid. Yeah,
2: exactly. And they, like, they encouraged you to have a good time while you were shooting, because it's not serious work. Like, it's serious that you're. it's a job, but it's not like, You know, serious work like you're shooting a corporate event or something. So, while the person that the club promoters that would hire me would expect a gallery of photos the next day, whether I was hungover or not, they'd be like, Where's another shot? Take another shot. Take this shot. Take that. Do you want another drink? And I'm like walking out of there with like one eye open and like definitely knowing that the last 20 photos that I took were. Potentially of the ground, but like you know it really like gave me like a fun idea of what photography can really be. Like it's not this like it is serious because it's a job. But there's so much fun that you can have within a creative you know realm as well. Like it's stressful to take photos sometimes, but it's also like there's so much more fun than there is stress in this industry.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. I think that's the one thing I love about what I do and what we do, and whenever we are on site with other, um, you know, other vendors that we work with all the time, it's just like, it's going to work and hanging out with your friends. And yes, we're here to do a job. And we do take it very seriously. and We take pride in our work, but like the quality of work, it's just, it's, we just have, when you have so much fun on site, it's, it's not even a job anymore. You're just doing what you do. You do really, really well and you're having fun doing it. And it shows in your work. We don't sugarcoat anything like we are. This is who we are. And this is who you're going to get on your wedding day. If you like my energy, like, and we love it. If you don't like it, well, then maybe we're not. Well, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, I'm so happy that we're talking about engagement sessions because I'll touch um, about this a little bit more um, afterwards. But like the initial meeting of connecting with somebody like that's really like the vetting process of both the client and the photographer or, um, the planner, whoever the vendor is like, I, it's so important to me that the clients know I'm not this like meek, like quiet person. I have a big personality. I, I enjoy talking with my hands uh, as I'm doing literally right now. I wish you guys, could watch whatever. but uh, you know, I, I, enj- I want people to understand who I am because when fast forward to their wedding day, they're not going to be like oh my god this woman won't shut up she does not she has too so much energy you know they're like they're like stoked that i'm there pumping them up and like calling them hot and like sassy and stuff like, like you know i i talk to my couples and clients um the way that i talk to my friends and thankfully that's been such a big momentum for my business is that it really like i once I stopped like worrying about what people might think of me and just really leaned into who I am, my business, like straight up flourished. Like it was, um, it was a like, you know, especially with like, um, you know, couples that, um, especially like COVID couples that have to plan and replan their wedding days a thousand times in a row. It's like already stressful for them. They think that they're letting down their vendors because they have to move their day so much. They're like stressed out because they think other people are stressed out. But like, if you're just like, Hey girl shit happens. They're like, Oh yeah, you're right. And then they roll with that, you know, like, and it's like as vendors, we really set the precedent of what the day is going to be in terms of like vibe or mood. And I think that like, you know, being able to be yourself during that, like during the engagement session or, you know, the, first the meetup, it's like really going to catapult, you know, you as, you know, a vendor to this couple that's like, versus the other people that they might've met with that were just like, yes, these are my packages. This is what I do. If you want to hire me, this is the way to hire me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's true. Like I think that in the beginning stages when I started to like dabble with um Like, becoming a wedding planner, I tried to copy, like, other, like, feeds and other, the way other planners kind of handle it. And then once I started to just connect with the person or we, like, when we came together and we started making the brand, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, the business just changed. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, way more bookings. And we often get booked, like, one of our clients that just booked us, she's like, I just really liked your voices. And you made me laugh in the 15 minutes. And she (laughs) booked us for full services. We're like, well, this is who you're (laughs) going to (laughs) get. Yeah. But yeah, let's... Um, yeah. So all, like, yeah. Right here, I'll let Kelly take Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, today on the engagement series, we, we are focusing on why it's important to hire your photographer early in the planning stages. So why do you think it's important to hire a photographer sooner rather than later in that planning process? So,
2: like... It- number one great question, you professional boss babes. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, no, it's so important. And I was looking at some statistics of, you know, what people are hiring first. And it's either the, the venue, the photographer, or the day of planner. Those are the top three things. Typically, it's with my couples, uh, over the last few years I've been graciously allowed enough to, uh, enough energy with them that they're like when are you available and the reason for uh, the reason for that is that if you connect on a deep level with um, a potential photographer's work um, that is going to be like a hard sell for any other photographer that would be available if you weren't available you know what I mean like if if I wasn't available and they I was somebody's top choice and I spent provided them other photographers work. And they're like, no, these, these people are just aren't what we were looking for. We want you. Um, so yeah. schedules fill up quickly. You know, also I only take on a certain amount of weddings per year. I don't take every single booking that I could potentially have. The reason be it is just bur- burnout is, a real, real thing. And I yeah. definitely have been subjected to feeling burnt out in the last few years. So my mental health is so important to me that I, and I want to provide the best possible service to my couples as possible. So I only take on mm-hmm. 17 weddings a year and the rest of that time is really put into getting to know my couples, other s- projects that I have going on the side, things like that. But if you, If I've already booked the 17 weddings early on or like early in the season and you contact me three months before your wedding, I might not be available. So it's really important to, as soon as you have a wedding date and you know what your budget is and all that kind of stuff to start connecting with photographers immediately. Even if you're not, you weren't thinking that you were going to put deposits down so quickly, it's so important to at least know somebody's availability before you start planning everything else. Because how much of a bummer would it be if, you know, Jane and, and John wanted to hire me and I was already booked and their their venue's already booked and all these other vendors are booked. If that they told me that their date was this and I said, oh, I'm unfortunately booked, but I have these other weekends available. Oh, great. Because I haven't, per, I haven't put money down on a venue yet or any other vendor. So I don't have yeah. to worry about cancellation.
1: No, that's, that's actually, that's interesting too. Cause I think that, um, I think photography is a really, really important element of the day as well, because it is the one thing that sort of, I mean, no pun intended, it does capture all of the memories and it captures kind of everything on the day. But I think it's the one thing where people like to reflect on and like to think about and, you know, they'll go through their photos and if they want to share with their family or use it as, you know, part of thank you cards or part of anything like that. So mm. I think if you have a really uh, clear idea of what kind of style of photography that you want if you're really particular like get on that yeah. asap if you're just like whatever i need someone with a camera then just then you'll kind of if you if you're comfortable with that then you'll get what you get if you end up hiring three months out but i think uh i think you're right i think it is um i think photography i know especially for me i think is a really really important element of the day because again it's something that you look back on and that you can share with your family and you can kind of remember those moments. And it's a great way to, especially if you've got family members that are maybe, um, uh, maybe a little bit older, a little bit, you know, maybe may sick or whatever, and they're able to come to your day. And then maybe that might be the last moment you've had with them and that you've been able to capture that. So I think photos are are, uh, are such an important and tangible moment tangible, in people's
2: lives. Yeah. It's the only tangible I, I was going to say, um, yeah, like the thing that I always tell my couples in our consults, and I and I talk about it throughout my Instagram and in my blogs as well. The reason I talk about this next thing so much is because it's truly like what i believe my business is founded on is these are these the photographs that you get yes portraits are beautiful yes it's so much fun to play with couples as like as if they were models things like that but these photos are your legacy these are your legacy pushing you know for future generations to understand what true love to you looks like. Um, you know, these images are really um, captured a moment in time that you were one of the happiest moments of your life. And this couple, you know, likely will not only be able to remember that specific moment that you took that photo but there's a scientific fact about photographs is that it can enhance or it can you can be reminded of taste scent smell things like that through a photograph so if you were if you were standing next to you know your grandmother and you know unfortunately she may have passed away in the coming years when you look back at that photograph you can remember like the smell of her perfume or you know the scenery that you were around and those beyond every other beauty beautiful portrait that I've ever taken is literally my most favorite and most cherished moment about being a wedding photographer. And that is, that is truly the thing that I do not take lightly. Like there is a lot of fun and lightness within my work, but knowing that, that I have been instructed or I've been, you know, employed to create these images to last a lifetime means so much more to me than anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, but, well, put I love that. I love that so much. Like, to get through. I
2: was like, and then listen to me. I'm a philosopher now. <laughs> yes! No, you know what?
1: No, I, I 100% totally understand and, and I get where you're coming from too, because, like I say, I mean, I, I, like I say, I think photography and your photos, I think, are such an important part of the day. So I think it is really um, important to, you know, when you are able to, to do your research and find a photographer that you do like, that you connect with them kind of as soon as possible. Um, and we always joke that you, um, like you need to like us and your photographer pretty well because we're with you more than your family. Yeah. yeah like, that is a real statement. Like we're there 10, 12 hours, whatever. We're your best friend. Yeah. Like <laughs> like we you
3: better be like us.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. And not even to mention all of the work that you do uh, before the wedding gets, you know, before that happens, it's like, um, I don't, I can only imagine what your guys' process is, but for mine, like having my, my process is like from basically the first initial meetup to the very, very end, I've probably talked to my couple at least 50 times, probably more and in depth conversations Mm -hmm. or emails. They're not just like a one word email. It's like four or five paragraphs. It takes an hour to draft the email, which, you know, like, that there's a lot of work that goes into it but it's for the purpose of like we're we're gonna be like you said we're gonna be there for eight to ten or twelve hours or whatever that they we've been hired for we I want to make sure like damn well that you like me or else it's gonna be a really shitty day for you
1: (laughs) how important is it for a couple to communicate to you being your photographer um what they want on a wedding day like not necessarily like oh I want like this ring shot right. like like what is um, some major things that kind of helped you like be a better photographer and give them what they, they're kind of looking for like what is that process?
2: Like? Uh, totally. So I think uh, pre pre dating the engagement session when we were first chat uh, chatting, there's mm-hmm. another conversation about engagement sessions altogether. However, with this, like if you're just like hiring a wedding photographer, the biggest things that I think a couple can take away from from this conversation today is that you need to be straightforward about what your desires are in wedding photography, whether that means that you're really in, like like the best way to describe this is some people want those posed images and they want to spend two hours Mm -hmm. in portrait session, which is super fun. Some people don't want to be to to take more than 30 minutes at a time for portrait sessions because they want to spend time with their family or friends or whatever. I guess I figure out how to move them from just like, oh, we're just excited for a wedding, our wedding day. We just want to get married to, we're most excited about cocktail hour with our guests. We, We, we really are, we want to spend a lot of time with um, our grandparents after the ceremony because they won't be there for the reception okay. or oh, great. We are super, super excited for our portrait session because we've never had a professional photo together. Things like this, mm-hmm. like, and, and through conversation as well That's as fine. questionnaire, you'll learn that. However, I think it's really important for couples to be like kind of honest with themselves about how they right. want their photos to be taken. And like, it's always nice to hear, we trust you, you can do whatever you want. However, that doesn't really help me in the process of getting to, or uh, delivering the images that you're most excited about. Um, And I definitely, as well, um, through asking questions about what their day looks like, in terms of if I'm being hired for two hours or versus eight hours, Mm -hmm. um, and and especially with covid weddings because they're all smaller weddings anyway. Some people are excited for having a smaller wedding because they want to spend, you know, the extra time with their family. Mm-hmm. Some people are excited about the smaller weddings because they don't they won't be worried about their friends and family while they're away for an hour getting their portrait taken because there's only 10 of them and they're all probably in close quarters anyway so they can keep themselves busy. So, mm-hmm. being able to like being able to accentuate the couple's desires through asking certain or like the, the correct questions, I think is really going to make their, their day so much easier. Um, and then, as I guess the the another main thing is asking about if there's any family dynamics that I need to know about.
1: It's so funny. We're just going to move into this. Um, you kind of speaking, it was funny when I wrote this question, I thought like, oh, maybe she's like, oh, I want to get a shot at the beach or I want to get a yeah. shot on the wall. But as you're talking, these are the exact same questions we ask our couples. So for us, and actually an improvement of our business is yeah. I think we should start sharing these notes with the photographer. We naturally do it on the day being like, oh, like we need to get a shot with the grandma. But I think doing it ahead of time mm-hmm. being like, these are some important things to capture and what's important to them because these are the exact questions we ask them so I didn't realize there was such a blend and crossover of mm-hmm. most identical items yeah. so we always ask about the family dynamic because the last thing we want is um like say a parent is not with us anymore mm-hmm. so maybe dad's not in the picture and we don't want dj being like and now for the father-daughter dance like no bro no just, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so it's um we always like a we always want to know the family dynamic, no matter what it is or how it works or what it is to you. We just need to know who are the key players, who doesn't like each other. It makes our job easier.
2: Well, and through like the years of taking photos, like this is my seventh year now in wedding photography, just specifically wedding photography. Like through the trials and tribulations, I have learned some really awkward things to <laughs> for going forward. Yeah, like you know, like I've definitely had you know a uh, couple uh, couples whose parents have recently come out, and they have their partner with them, things like that, and and you know there's um, family dynamics of uh, using the right verbiage, using the right. Um, he and hers uh, and vase and being able to co- correctly portray like you're a, you're a professional and you know all this, all the answers before it would come up. And I think it's because I also through the last several years, actually since like Wild Hearts first came together, we, we plan like elopements for couples. um, That's an an option for them. Um, And through that, I didn't realize the importance of a timeline in, in, sorry, not a timeline, but like the, the small parts of a timeline, like mom photos beforehand, dad photos after, because parents don't, you know whatever don't like, or whatever it is you know what i mean like we all have yes. people in our family yeah, that yeah. don't necessarily always get along and we as a photographer or as a planner i'm sure you want to make sure that the couple never feels awkward during the day so we can take that brunt on ourselves and yeah like the family dynamic thing is huge and like it's funny that you say like um we should be sharing that information because i always feel like when i Meet up with you two, specifically you two out of the planning teams that I've ever met with. It's always like you give me a really great rundown of the day, like before I even start shooting. It's like, okay, so this is our timeline. We'll give it to you as well. So you have a copy. Just let you know we're going to do this over here. We're doing that. And it's like perfect. You walk in and you already know everything that's happening. It's, it's, <laughs> that yeah. Sense. We try. Yeah. And, that's, <laughs> and that's so important. And like, I have a timeline that I create with my couples just for photography. It has nothing else to do with the day. It just, it breaks down the, the hour by hour of what I'm going to be focusing on in terms of photography. Yeah. But to have you two come in and be like, now this is the rest of the day. And like to really, to, to really see like, how everything is cohesive throughout the day. It's just so, I don't even know if that's part of your question, but I'm just like giving you guys praise because I think it's so uh, Well, we will accept those <laughs> things. You know, so, we, uh, we
1: appreciate a photography timeline because like sometimes we miss certain things that the photographer might have had a, a com- like a conversation with their couple. Right. So it's like, oh, we're doing photos here. And then the, the photographer would be like, actually, like we're going to do it at the beach. And so it's like, okay, we, we can make that happen. So we just need to accommodate like travel time or something. Mm-hmm. So if we have that photography timeline at the start, which really formulates a lot of the time yeah. for us it's like okay we'll build around it because um we've heard some horror stories where some planners maybe plan the timeline but like don't leave any room for nice. photography or creativity <laughs> yeah. and we always put in buffers like that's our big one it's like portraits might not take two hours If you finish in an hour and 15 minutes you have 45 minutes to like you know do nothing yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. scroll on instagram on your phone before you go back into the room yeah. right like right. people need the brain breaks yeah. right yeah. and if it runs late okay well then Just make it work. (laughs) It's like, but the photography, especially portraits, like those are the ones that go in fridges. Those are the ones that get put, like get sent out at Christmas. Like if those aren't done, it's a problem, <laughs> right? So it. it's like, we will give you the, the creativity. Like Go for it. Dinner yeah. like, can wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hot tip as a photographer. And I don't know if you you said you give buffers, but as like my, like maybe hot take, um, as a photographer with buffer windows is that I always overshoot my, my um, timeline about 15 minutes. And the reason do that is that it's not because Uh, It's not even if if the wedding party's longer or whatever. I literally do that at the portrait session so that the couple has 15 minutes by themselves at the end of the session. So that it's likely the only time that the couple will be by themselves the whole wedding day. So it's so important to be able to take that 15 minutes breathe, have a drink with each other, go do, like, a dirty makeout behind the booth, (laughs) you know, like, go and, like, get a little busy before you get back into the reception and before everybody's pulling you in 35 different directions. So I think it's so important to have the buffers in there as well.
1: I think this is a good time to maybe take a break. All right. We'll be
0: right back. Hey, you. Yes, you. Newly engaged and totally lost on this thing called planning your wedding? We're here to help with our newest educational event called the Love Brunch. This intimate and interactive discussion will dig deep in the beginning stages of planning your day with a panel of wedding vendors eager to help you feel empowered to make the best choices during this fun, but at times super stressful process. With limited seats, this is an event you don't want to miss, especially with swag bags valued at over $450. You'll also receive a welcome drink with an Instagrammable brunch, along with an opportunity to get inspired with a feature arch and bridal gowns. Visit at the Love Brunch Engaged for more information on where to get tickets and learn who our talented panelists are. Tickets are sold by the pair, so bring your fiancé, bring your mom, or bring your maid of honour. Hope to see you there!
1: So, kind of circling back a little bit, With the whole planning process, so they've done the research, they've hired you, they love you, and they've got the date set. Um, But the engagement photos. Now, we always like to tell our clients that having an engagement photo is like a dry run for the day. Why do you think engagement photos are so important?
2: Honestly, you hit the nail on the head. It's a dry run for your wedding day. How and and to elaborate on that, like I know just as much as you know that, like I don't like a certain way of getting photographed. I am a plus size hot babe. I don't like to have my 17 chins while I cackle on display. So I want to know how my photographer is going to photograph me that. Like whether you have, you know, like whether or not it's about a body thing or, you know, whatever, it's so important to know what your photographer is going to capture um, and how, and really what you look like with their editing style, because everybody's editing style is so different. That's really what makes us artists outside of, um, you know, we're documenters, but the art the artistry and the creativity comes from how we edit and how we compose an image. So, um, so that's a huge one. And then as well, like it's kind of the one thing that we all get to do that isn't, about the actual wedding day. So like going into an engagement session, like I call, I call my engagement sessions, adventure sessions, whether we're hiking a mountain or not, it doesn't make it any less adventurous. The reason I call them adventure sessions is like, it's almost like a date night that I'm just like third wheeling on. Like I, I I set up a date night for you guys. Like my goal for the end of your engagement session is to go home and get it on. You know what I mean? Like I want you guys to go home and feel like you're like, you're, you know, you've been smooching all day. You've been flirting all day. Now you get to go home and, you know, reap the fruits of that. The way that I always look at engagement sessions is I ask my couples, what is important to you two? Like, do you got, if they have a dog, where do you guys go and walk your dog? Maybe Mm -hmm. where do you, where was your first date night? Things like that. Whether, you know, maybe if, if they don't live in the city or they don't live in, um, the province, or even within the country, and they tell me, "Oh, our first date was, you know, a walk, you know, or like a, a mountaintop, whatever, or a walk through the city." Yeah, okay, it's not the same city that we that I have at my disposal, but yeah. I'm still going to create the same kind of vibe or memory for yeah. you, so that it still feels special. Um, and I think it's also like, it's really important to just have a moment with each other that you're not talking about your table place, uh, your table settings. You're not talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, auntie Mary doesn't want to sit with cousin Joe. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, those are the moments that like, that can wait for another day. Your engagement session is really just about like solely about you two. I know that weddings are about the couple as well. However, they can, they Quickly turn into uh, sometimes other people's days as well. An yeah. um, engagement session is truly when you can go and be like, like when my couples are like, we, you know, like I just did this couple of uh, this um, engagement session um, with a fellow photographer pal. Her name is Kristen. Mm-hmm. Kristen Pay Photography. Her and her beau oh, her for their wedding photos, and we just did their engagement session, and it was like super cute because they're a really quirky couple. Jamie's definitely more quiet comparable to Kristen. I was able to understand who they are, how they work together and how they photograph within 2 hours so that I know walking into their um wedding day that I'll be there with them for 6 hours, I know exactly how to get Jamie laughing, how to get him moving, you know, things like that where if I didn't have that engagement session, it probably 30 minutes of the portrait session on their wedding day would get would be me trying to navigate and try to figure out how to photograph him.
1: Yes. I can't even think about yes. that. So the engagement is kind of like it, it's um, one, it's like a time that they get to be together. But two, it's it's figuring them out so yes. like on the wedding day. There's only so much time in the day and so many things are packed in that the time isn't I would say wasted but time isn't yeah. um, lost Right? Yeah, uh, totally. trying to figure out how to get them to move properly exactly. to feel comfortable well I just Especially with guys too. I mean, I think girls I would say are inherently a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera or they're a little bit more yes. I think open where guys are just like it's like awkward dancing. They have no idea where to put their hands, they're stepping yeah. all over you. Like, look up, look down, look at the camera, don't look at the camera. Like you're just they're just they try their <laughs> yeah. best. But most guys are not usually as comfortable with the whole process. So that's why we always encourage our um our couples as well to do those engagement photos, because then again you're gonna get to know the photographer. Um, in a in a very kind of like a one on one basis then you're not surrounded by yeah. the videographer that you hired and you've got family members that are behind you trying to take those photos over your shoulder because you know that always happens yeah. and yeah. bless them you know like all that sort of stuff where it's just it's just kind of you like you say, just kind of documenting that really kind of private quiet moment with them just them I think it's you know we we always really try and push it on your behalf as photographers but yeah um, but and, and and I think the other thing too that we always tell our clients from the perspective of having those engagement photos is Trina says this all the time she's like your iPhone photos are not enough for your welcome table. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Had Get a nice photo. <laughs> we have photos
2: printed and the engagement
1: photos come and stuff. And then iPhone photos. I'm like, the difference between these are ridiculous. Yeah, like,
2: you know, night and day. Yeah. Totally. There is a
1: place that these iPhones like belong. Like it's on they Instagram. They hang out <laughs> on a timeline different table, that your yeah. welcome table are beautiful. New photos of so, yeah. not like <laughs> drunk at the festival you met at 10 years ago. Right.
2: Yeah. No and one. I think, I think I think it's like awesome to include these like, you know, past memories that might have been on an iPhone or whatever, like a, 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 you know, a documented moment. However, engagement sessions too, like we can, the another reason why I call them adventure sessions, it's not necessarily, again, the adventure that we're on, but it's the adventure that we're like, that we're like um, getting to be more playful on an engagement session. Like these are like, the engagement sessions are more of the moments where I'm like, um, if it's a guy and a girl that I'm photographing, like these are like grab, grab your girl and huck her over your shoulder and throw her around. You can't really do that with a if it's a guy and a girl again in a guy in a suit and a girl in a dress, you know it's a like a lot like it's a lot more debilitating in terms of like movement based images on your wedding day because you're in these beautiful wedding clothes. like I don't want you to rip your suit jacket. Um, hucking your, you know, moving your arm too quickly. Or and I don't want to, I don't want her to pop a button because she's getting like fireman thrown over a shoulder or something like that. But on a, on an engagement session day, I'm like, all right, guys, let's freaking do it. And it's like we're throwing each other around and we're getting to get, we're getting more adventurous kind of emotion based images. And those are really, really fun to capture. Again, like during a wedding day, obviously, you still get some really fun images like that, too. However, um, you know, especially with couples who don't necessarily want to get their wedding clothes, um, messy or dirty, you know, from walking on a trail or stuff like that, like, it's definitely Um, an engagement session like kind of gives you that option to get a little mucky and dirty. Like I, I didn't mean like, we always say like our wedding couples like love to get, you know, mucky off the beaten path and stuff. Yeah. That's like a dream to have every single person, you know, don't, doesn't care about having their dress get dirty. But the reality is they've paid thousands of dollars for this dress. Some (laughs) of them realistically don't want to get it dirty. They're like, no, I want to keep it in pristine condition at all costs. Like, so so true yeah (laughs) so So i'm like okay like i'll do whatever i can to keep you in pristine condition like i can't wrap you in a bubble but i will do my best to like keep you on the path and not like mucked up hiking up a side of a mountain you know like and
1: that's so true because i totally sympathize i was actually i was a bridesmaid a few years ago and he ended up doing like a trash the dress the next day after the wedding, and I was like, "No, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm I was like, I'm not. I spent a lot of money on this. It was like over three hundred dollars for this bridesmaid dress that I have never worn again. So if you say you can wear those things again, you cannot. <laughs> um, you no know saying I can just crop it and wear it as another because I haven't. I've never done that. So yeah. And then I ended up spending like a whole bunch of money and trying to get it altered, and I had to lop half the bottom off because I'm slightly taller than a hobbit. So I spent a lot of money on this dress, and I was like, I'm not. I'm not going in into pool. the ocean. Yeah. I love the ocean, but not in no, this dress. I'll go naked.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be the naked guest. Thank you.
1: So I can only imagine what a bride is like. You know, and, I mean, there are some of those adventurous couples that are out there that want to do that. But I think I think you're right. In above, there's a healthy population out there that are like, no, I'm, I'm, this no. dress is, this dress
2: is being willed down to my grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it really, like, truly, like, there are, like, like, it's, it's uh, Speaking from a photographer's um, side, like you can market yourself to be an adventure photographer or an Mm -hmm. elopement based photographer or, you know, um, an adventure elopement and you're on the mountains doing hikes and stuff like that, which is great. And I've definitely done like my fair share of those weddings. Um, and I've also done the complete, like, you know, the, maybe not the opposite. I don't really do ballroom weddings or things like that, but like, I do have the couples who are definitely like not doing, uh, you know, forest hikes and things like that. However, yeah. like I would rather market myself to my clients as I can do what you need me to do whenever mm-hmm. you need to do it. Like, I don't yeah. want to just be, you know, a photographer that's like, Oh, you don't want to get your dress tra-? like. I used to ask like when before elopements really took off, like I kind of like I would see them in wedding blogs and stuff. And so I was marketing myself directly to that for the first like maybe two years. And I was killing it doing that. I was having so much fun making all these, like doing all these fun elopements and stuff, but like telling your couple, like or potentially vetting a couple because they don't want to, potentially get their like her dress ruined or if it's a guy that I'm talking to he doesn't want to get his shoes or suit ruined like I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna vet a couple because they don't want to get mucky on their wedding day like who am I to tell them what their story is you know like if I still connect with the couple that's all that matters to me
1: right yeah so So true yeah so so true cool so Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ooh, so much time. Um so so the next question I want to ask you really is as um I mean you are you are called Wild Hearts Collective. You are a collective of of, of vendors. Of vendors. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about about what that means and, and who is who is the collective.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh my god, this is so much fun. Okay, so um, I feel like my own cheerleader right now. This is so fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so um I started uh, Wild Hearts Collective back in 2016 with my sister aka my also my bestie aka the flower goddess herself Amanda of Greenleaf Floral Design. Um mm-hmm. her and I uh we like I was shooting weddings um for a couple years before that. Um and mm-hmm. Amanda kind of got into flowers around the same time but she was just doing it for herself or just a couple random people. We were like obsessed with working with each other. We did a couple of styled shoots and we're like, how do we make a job out of this? So, nice. you know, with, uh, you know, a little bit of hard work and we rolled up our sleeves, we created this, um, this collective that we are able to basically make a one-stop shop for uh, our wedding guests if they, if they so choose to go that route. Um, nice. so we have, you know, our preferred vendor list, which we call, we have a part of our um, quote unquote collective in that regard too. So, you know, you got to say events is on our, um, on our, Yeah, on our, yeah <laughs> you know, we have our favorite makeup artists in the city. We have our favorite, um, uh, caterers, venues, things like that. Um, the collective really though focuses on the photos and florals aspect. Um, yes. our couples are very much, the undone kind of couples they're not the decor based couples which nothing is wrong with that i am uh, obsessed with the stylized people however mm-hmm. I, I we found through um you know looking through our past couples and also getting some really good insider information from um, potential couples what what they found most interesting about us and they really honestly the the biggest things were your flowers are beautiful they make up what our decor is and your photos really tell what our story or what we want our story to to look like in a in an album so nice. photo, and I I feel like having photos and florals are really important um in terms of you know what can be tangible um mm-hmm. you know you can't take a beautiful love seat that you've rented with you to your home you'll have to return that but your flowers you can dry and you can put in a beautiful frame um you can you know get them immortalized in an image or i've i know some couples who have um who've gotten paintings of their flowers done before and now that's a piece of art on their on their um on their Walls at home, which is such a great idea. Um, That's so cool, yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> you can give us the
1: contact of those people,
2: yes, but. yes, 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 totally. And then also, yeah, like, um, like having your fo- your um, florals dried, like pressed mm-hmm. and dried, um, you can get them done professionally. I know that there's a couple companies out there, however, you can easily do it yourself. Like, I would have died to have my grandmother's dried flowers from her wedding, you know what I mean? Like, that is just such a beautiful like legacy moment. And so, yeah, that's really in a nutshell and in the longest winded version of that, that's what we are. We're, we're a collective of photos and florals. We get to work with our best friends as well. So my best friend, Brittany of uh, Men's um, uh visuals and Amanda's bestie, um, of Blossom and Vine. Michelle's the owner there. And yeah, so we just got to be collaborative and creative with our besties, which is the best thing in the world. <laughs> That's great. We do it all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. You guys know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, tell
1: us what you're up to now. Projects, like what, tell us,
2: plug yourself. What are you doing right Ooh. now? Um, so this is so exciting. I actually, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about this, but here we go. Um, I, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I just started a uh, boutique digital marketing, marketing agency called Mm. the affinity agency. Um, and we work with, um, boutique businesses in, um, a lot of our client bases in Vancouver or within BC. Um, and we help elevate, uh, people's Instagram, social media, and digital stories through honest and fresh content. Um, So that's like a huge passion project of mine that I've been working on for the last couple of years of like really trying to like get a really good handle on what I wanted to do. Um, I have a background of content creation and digital marketing for other companies that I've worked with in the past several years. Um, And I had so much fun doing it and I just wanted to create something around that so that's a big chunk of my time outside of weddings as well as I do a lot of portrait photography for um, other creatives so a lot of musicians have been hired hiring me lately which has been so much fun um you did our portraits too. but
1: I, I was actually gonna say I saw the one the one that you just posted up and you were at um it was it was a hotel in uh, in new
2: west I oh yes
1: Oh and, my uh, gosh. I think you were with Britt, or I think she posted something, and I was like, Where is this hotel? This is the coolest venue ever. And just seeing all the photos that you posted afterwards were just like, oh, they're so bomb. It was so amazing to yeah. see. Yeah, but so I took up our portraits and
2: yeah. uh, the cover for this podcast. Heck yours, well, yeah, <laughs> I know. I love it. Full circle, baby. Full circle. Full <laughs> <laughs> circle. Um, yeah, the, the portrait sessions have been really awesome because, um, yeah, so at that hotel, um, it like I, f- I found this hotel through like just straight up Googling and it's um, a period piece hotel from like the early 1900s. So literally all the furniture in there is original furniture. Yeah. It looks like you step back in time, which is so, so cool. Um, and the guy who hired me, he's like a Netflix actor who's also a musician. Um, oh, and he you. hired me to do just film photos. Um, so I have been falling back in love with taking film photos versus digital photos Um, and I've actually just photographed my first engagement session with film as well so that's been like a huge new project for me as um, you know on the side of you know more personal still within the professional realm but um, it's been so cool to be able to create again and really expand like my artist brain and try to be a little bit more in tune with that. Um yeah, so it's been really really awesome and I feel so freaking privileged that these dope ass musicians think I'm cool enough to take their portrait <laughs> I'm like, yes, I can totally do that. <laughs> and I think with within that too, like it's honestly being creative in terms of um creative portraiture with um a lot of musicians that I've been with. Like after like I I kind of like I, I was talking about it before about um, the burnout and mm-hmm. like Mental health is real, and it's an important con, uh, important conversation to have in all realms of life. Especially as a business owner with mm-hmm. potential couples, or being honest about it on our social platforms. I'm an honest person. If you can't tell from how I, am <laughs> like, oh, gonna, I'm gonna tell you everything. You didn't ask when I'm PMSing, but I'm PMSing today. Like nobody wants that information, but I'm gonna tell you. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, like I was, I was like honestly so scared that I was gonna be positioned in a box of just being a wedding photographer. Not that that wasn't enough for me, but I, I, I put this weird connotation of being a wedding photographer didn't mean a creative artist for some reason. And when I started getting hired by creatives, they were actually taking inspiration from my wedding photographs and vice versa. It'd be like, oh, this, couple that you shot, uh, I saw it on your Wild Hearts Instagram, you know, the the composition was really cool. I was, you know, I'm putting it in the inspo list that I'm sending you of ideas that I'd like to have for my portraits. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, Like, this is so cool. Now it's like, again, it's like a full circle thing where I'm getting hired to do something where originally I thought maybe had pigeonholed me in a certain way. Now it's actually who I am. And it's, I have created a brand around my creation as well, which is so important to set yourself apart as um, a photographer from other people in your community. Not saying that it's about competition or anything like that, but being able to really understand what your brand is and who you are as a creative. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's really opened my eyes um, to so many different outlets within that creation. Like um, I know you guys know, but I, I play a lot with prisms. I do a lot of double exposures um i i try to create art based emotion centered images which just basically translates to when you go to print a large photo and put it on your mantle are you going to put are you going to print a picture of you two full on making out maybe but you probably are more inclined to to print a picture with some landscape in it or with a really cool prism or something. So it does feel like it's still art that's on your wall and not just like a holy grail of you guys making out, which is also super dope if that's what you want to do with your photos. I'm super cool about this. But like, I know that when I get married I and when I print my photos one day, I'm going to have a picture of me and my person, you know, with, you know, some cool landscape shot or something interesting to look at that's not just mm-hmm. my like tongue going into their mouths or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so,
1: um, all right well where can we find you on where can we find you on social media
2: on the internet where what's the best place for us to uh, drop you a line well honestly head on over to instagram i love my community over there so you can find me at at the Wild Hearts Collective. Um, and if you are feel so inclined, you can also follow my new digital agency at the Affinity Agency YVR. Um, and those are my those are my handles. You can also follow my personal Instagram. It's basically my dog. <laughs> but all my wedding and portraiture um, is all over at the wild hearts collective and yeah step on over there and let's be let's be some internet pals we um, will of
1: okay. course have these all available on our show notes so if you can't if you didn't remember any of that guys just go click on the show notes and the links are there to go follow victoria um but yeah thank you so much oh, for this talking been with us so today. much fun i'm yeah. so glad you we were able to to coordinate this yes Love it. Okay, thanks again, guys. We will have another episode next week on Friday with yeah, another friend of ours and Victoria set the bar. So, people like this is our friends. Have we've got, stand. we've yes, got standards. We have standards. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay All right. Have a good you day, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey there! Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram
1: at The Wedding Session.
0: We're people first and planners second, and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by Us. us!